Welcome to Starting Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I'm a business and life coach for soul-led women who want to not only build an extraordinary business, but also build the lifestyle to match. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's jump straight in. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Styling Social podcast. Today's episode is all about getting results in your business outside of those perfect, easy, flowy seasons because the reality is there's always going to be times in our life where we have something going on or there's going to be a time in our business where it feels a little bit more challenging. Maybe things are feeling slow. Maybe you're feeling stagnant. Maybe you're feeling confused, lost. These moments are so, so natural. And this episode is really about how you can continue to get results and show up in a way that feels good. Because here's the thing, right? Your business isn't going to survive in the long run. You must learn how to take action and regulate your emotions so you can still see results and income, even when times are not ideal and maybe you're not showing up as much or not showing up in your usual way that you'd typically like to show up, let's say. There's always going to be something going on, whether that's good or bad, your business needs to be able to support you with that. And you must also learn to lead yourself and lead your business through these different seasons. Now, I think some of us will almost like kill ourselves with a strategy and then wonder why results don't equal the amount of effort that we've been putting in. And I'm a big believer that strategy is 100%. It's important. But big growth really does require that inner work. And when we say inner work, what I mean by this is actually looking at what the deep root causes. More often than not, it is to do with childhood. And then this involves inner child healing, looking at past traumas. Might be that you're not feeling worthy. It might be that you're lacking confidence. Maybe it's that you're constantly looking for validation in order to feel loved, in order to feel worthy. Like there's so many different things it can be. Um, And I've said time and time again, like you could literally have the best business strategy, right? The best launch strategy, the best sales strategy. But what happens when you get two days into that strategy and no one's buying and, you know, you're throwing your toys out the pram, that this has everything to do with the fact that your strategy isn't the one and your business isn't right or this offer isn't right. And you start questioning everything. You start questioning yourself, right? This has nothing to do with the strategy. This has everything to do with your self-belief, your self-trust, your mindset, how you view yourself, and also detaching from results and success and income means you are worthy you are worthy whether your business is thriving and successful or it's on the floor and you're not making any money yet you are worthy of whatever it is you are desiring I've been saying to my clients recently because this has been coming up with um, a lot of different one-to-one clients that I coach privately and it's this reoccurring theme of worthiness and something that really resonated with me that I've been sharing with my clients is the fact that being worthy is innate when we say innate, it's you're born with it. It's not something you earn. It's not something you learn. It's not something you deserve. You are worthy because you are worthy, because worthiness is innate, okay? Um, so I wanted to share that just in case that is going to, you know, flip the switch for someone that is listening today. Um, and another thing, right, like I myself have had many events. I've been rocky over the last three to four years of running my business. I started starting social in 2019. And believe me now, when I say it has not been a smooth road, there have been many, many bumps on the way. And don't get me wrong, there's definitely been 
amazing incredible highs and I love what I do for work so much I wouldn't change it for the world and you know all of the low moments definitely um make the highs so much better but you know I've been for it as well I think just some of the ones I can think of off the top of my head over the last three to four years um my mental health's been up and down at times I had the breakup so start of 2022 I left my seven-year relationship I then went on to not only work in alone but also then live in alone and I always used to make this joke where it was like um so you know in lockdown when we had lockdown and you you couldn't really leave your house and you were living alone maybe you're working alone as well like that's my life but every day (laughs) um obviously I can go out I can leave the house and I can do things but it was like that shift of always having someone around and having company whether you're living with family or um so for me when I was growing up for a big period of time I lived with my nan and granddad so whoever it was that looked after you if you had like people around you brothers sisters cousins carers whatever that looked like and then to completely live in alone and work in alone because again it was like the um first couple years of business so that was a big shift for me, um, just going through that mentally. Also moving house and buying a house on my own. Um, and I think it can be painted and romanticized as this amazing thing, which let's not like sugarcoat. It fucking was amazing and is amazing. And I'm so incredibly proud of myself for the house and going through the buying process. But with that being said, I think I've shared this on the podcast before. When I bought the house, it wasn't the way that I had planned and originally envisioned when I was a young girl picturing me moving into a house. I had always thought, right, I'm going to get my house. I'm going to do that classic photo where it's like the couple are outside the front door. They're holding the keys. Um, You know, that cute kind of like couple picture moving the house. No, it was the complete opposite. I originally was going to be buying this house with my um, now ex-partner and... I think for me, that was a big wake up call when I started to put the money down for the house because the whole deposit was mine. And I kind of had this moment of like, what, what am I doing? I know I'm not truly happy in this relationship. Deep down, I know this person is not my person. I need to fucking leave. Um, But we'd already reserved the plot. So it was like this big thing. Um, I actually just did some stories today on Instagram about this. It's Friday now when I'm recording, but you guys might have seen my stories and I was basically explaining this, but originally, as I said, reserved it with my ex-partner, then decided to break up with my partner before even worrying about what the house situation, like what was going to happen. I already knew that a site were kind of saying, potentially you could lose your whole entire deposit, which was obviously like multi-five figures um, and you'd lose the house and everything. Now I was not available for that. That was not an option, but I knew I wasn't going to stay with someone just for that. So I left the relationship, made that decision. That was really uncomfortable and scary and went for a lot of life changes personally. But then there was also like the financial side of the house and what was going on there. Um, And I never lost the trust. This is what my stories were about today on Instagram. It was like, I never lost the trust because I never did. I always had fate. And it was like, if this house is meant to be mine, it will be mine. And things will just have a way of working out. And I trust that universe will make that happen for me if I'm meant to be in this house and if it's not this house and it's something way better um but that was definitely like a stressful time and there were so many moments where I think just like the general buying process so I essentially went for it twice I went for it first of all with my ex-partner then had to come out of that and redo it all again on my own and get my own offer on my own just solely on my finances everything was technically against me because at the time I only had one year tax return as limited company because my year before that was sole trader um, and typically they want three years books so it was like couldn't even use the sole trader one because that technically looks as if it's like a different 
thing because that's under my name, Robinstein Social. So limited company wise, it's like, um, right, you've just got limited company one year books. And just as a little bit of advice, I'm not a financial advisor. This is not legal advice or anything like that. Personal experience advice. If you are looking to purchase a property, whether that's on your own or with a partner, um, I don't know what it looks like internationally, but I know for the UK, having conversations with my accountant, et cetera, definitely make sure you're registered as a limited company. It will benefit you. Again, not a legal expert, financial expert, anything like that, but just from my experience and conversations. Um, So yeah, I had that against me with the fact that I didn't even have three years books. And it was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy a house on my own with one year's books, but it it worked. And I I truly believe I manifested it because despite everyone around me telling me, you know, Ellie, that's not going to happen. That's not possible. You won't get the house. My offer got accepted within 24 hours. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is meant to be like, I manifested the shit out of this, but that was a big, um, life kind of like change. And there were lots of things that were up and down with the process of that, like them trying to delay me missing deadlines. There was one moment in particular, I feel like this episode is giving wine Wednesday vibes. Um, I promise I will be getting into the tips in just a second, but just as a little backstory, cause I think it is relevant. Um, but there was one time where the paperwork and all of the contracts were due and I literally had driven down to get these contracts oh they're not available Ellie we're going to send them to you in the post right okay but I'm very aware of the deadline you've given me and this is you know kind of fine okay whatever wait for the um contracts in the post trust the process trust the universe get the contracts in the post day before the contracts are due I'm like okay that's fine I'll just have to spend the whole entire day to whole entire day of work not message anyone, not do anything. Cause you know, if you've brought a house, you'll see how big the contracts are on the paperwork. It's a lot. Right. Let me go through all of this. Had dad round because I wanted to make um, make sure everything was okay, get him to check it, everything. Um and then I sent them on next day delivery. I knew my deadline was 4 p.m. that day. So this is another next day. 2 p.m. that day I get an email. Ellie, we've not received your contracts. If you don't receive them by 4 p.m., um, you will lose the property, you will lose your money. Da, 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 da. Right. Okay. I'm not available for that. So you're giving me two hours. Your office is about two hours away from me. And obviously when you sign a contract, you need a counter signature from someone who isn't related to you. Okay, all my friends and family are at work. I end up getting my PT who I was friends with also luckily, um, but I had literally met him through the gym and my PT, I was ringing him up. Like, can you drive me to Surrey, which is where this office was? And we drove fast to Surrey, got there at literally 3.45 p.m., signed the contracts and just about did it in time. But it, it was like, you know, everything in a sense was against me where it was like universe was really testing me. How bad do you want this house? Um, and it's funny because all while this was going on, business was thriving because I did the things that I'm about to teach you in a second. But those are some examples. I think as well, like losing a lot of friends when I started my business, that was a rough time, feeling really alone. Um, recent events, if you listen to that one Wednesday um, where my house basically fell apart, um, like there was, there's been a lot of adjustments, but despite everything, I was still able to get results. And my business has continuously scaled. And for that, I'm, you know, I'm really proud of myself for, but also really proud of the systems and the structure and the mindset and energetics and everything I teach and embody because it just shows this shit really does work. So let's get started. Number one, first thing, 
to get results in your um, business outside of those really flowy, easy, because here's the thing, of course, you're going to get results in your business when it feels fun, um, light, easy, everything in your life's calm, like, you know, of course, you're going to get results in your business then because everything's chilled. And there are times like that, you know, I'd say right now, like pretty much in my life, everything is feeling pretty calm. But I've just come out of probably the worst, I don't even know how many, um, how many lives, how many months that was, but you know, that was, that's definitely been a rough start to my year. We're halfway through the year that took up a lot of the year, but now I'm kind of in this phase. It's, I guess it's like a middle phase, but anyway, number one is never be ungrateful. Life is such a teacher. And this is actually lyrics by coffee. Um, if anyone listens to coffee, um, let me know, but these are lyrics in her song and it, it really stood out with me and really resonated with me. And I know you don't want to hear it like, um, but be grateful for what you have and more of that will appear. So I really want you to get yourself out of this lack mindset where it's like, oh my God, maybe you're working a nine to five job that you don't want to work at the moment, or your business isn't where it wants to be, or you're feeling, um, you're putting loads of energy in and you're just not getting the result, whatever it is. Okay. Where energy, where your focus goes, energy is going to flow. So get yourself out of this lack Stop looking for all of the shit you're yet to have and yet to manifest because it's coming. As I've said previously on the podcast, if you have a desire, that means a future version of you already has that thing. It's already done, babe. Chill. It's yours. You've got it. It's inevitable. It is just a matter of time. But you need to get yourself out of that like mindset. And instead of looking at all of the things you don't have, start looking for all of the things you do have. Because when you have this feeling of gratitude, guess what? You're um kind of like baseline vibration rises and that feeling of gratitude is one of the highest vibrations and when you're on that high vibe guess what you're going to attract more high vibe shit into your world um and this isn't to say don't process the emotions process them because if you don't it's going to affect your baseline vibration anyway and if you're like ellie what's a vibration um this is essentially in terms of manifestations that i'm speaking if you literally google vibration chart you will see an emotional chart of all the different emotions and what vibration level they are at I've shared it on my stories before I've shared it in courses if you're a client of mine I've probably shared it um shown it to you as well and shared it with you but this is about changing your vibration because when things are shit you have to be grateful in the sense that you're going to learn from this whatever it is. And trust me, I know this is probably not what you want to hear right now. If your life is feeling like it's falling apart, I have just literally come out of that phase. And I would have people say this to me and I'd be like, you don't understand. Like you're not the one going for it. I'm dealing with da, 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 da. But at the same time, there was part of me and it was like, you're right. And I know if I actually pushed down ego and actually, I know that's right. Um, and I finally got to this phase when I was going for it all of like, actually, no, let's be grateful for it. And I started writing down all of the lessons and experiences and everything I'd learned from that. And that's why I did the whole episode on um, around the house. So whatever results you are getting right now, whatever you have around you, whether that's a roof over your head, food in the fridge, getting to do what you love every single day, getting to have that lay in, maybe you're um, living with your partner. That's something really like beautiful that I am so looking forward to being able to do again. Um, Focus on that. Focus on all the good. Because if you keep focusing on what it is you are yet to have or how shit your life business currently is, it's going to get more shit. And 
that is so savage but honestly the truth so never be ungrateful life is such a teacher as coffee said look for the lessons look for the experience that you're getting from that how is it helping you are you improving your confidence are you learning something new about yourself about someone else are you communicating better like whatever it is there's going to be something some sort of silver lining lesson that you will pull out from that and that lesson will then stay with you for however long it is in your life that you need to use that lesson number two is being a woman of her word i.e sticking to things when it's hard actually committing to yourself and having that discipline now I low-key hate the word discipline because I think it's often used in a way where it's low-key toxic and for example I'm a big believer in cycle syncing and working with um, your hormones as a woman and naturally we have days where our energy is going to peak and days where our energy is lower but instead of it being like this discipline of you have to show up every single day no show up when things are hard, if it is possible for you. And I've I've got kind of two points on this. So just hear me out. Essentially, this is what I would call grit. And it's where you have so much determination that no matter what hurdles are thrown in your way, no matter how many disruptions, no matter how many no's, no matter how many times weeks months years you show up and sales aren't where that you want them to be or you've not got as many clients as you desire whatever result it is you're trying to get in your business the um audience growth whatever brand deals it doesn't matter because you have grit because you are stepping into the six-figure version of you and you're asking yourself how would that version of me show up if i already had six figures sitting in my bank account how would she show up She wouldn't be obsessing over the results. She would be a woman of her word and stick to the things that she said she was going to do. She would buy the things she said she was going to buy. She would invest in the things she said she was going to invest in. She would do the work, okay? And this is about still doing it in line with when it feels good energetically. Do not force yourself if it's like life is shit, mental health is on the low and you're say in luteal phase of your cycle. Probably not a good time for you to show up. And it's not about forcing yourself to show up. It's about doing the things, right? Doing the things when you've made that commitment to yourself and you have the energy there. So think about a six-figure version of you. How would she show up? And this doesn't mean having to like jump on stories in real time if you're literally crying and having a breakdown. Process those emotions and let yourself be a human. But what you can do behind the scenes when maybe you're going through a bit of a shit time is email marketing and graphics. Work that doesn't require necessarily high energy for you to show up. Like right now, for example, recording a podcast, that's going to require me to have a certain amount of energy in order to do that. Um, But for example, when a lot of the house stuff was going on, it was like, right, what can I do in my business to still needle move and still be a woman of her word and show up and do the things and commit even when it's hard and it's like, okay, I'm going to have some laptop days and a laptop days where it's like, you're not going to have to show up on Instagram stories and you're not forcing yourself to do anything, but you're committing to business. And that means doing some sort of needle moving activity. For me, that was planning out my manifestation course that is on pre-pre-sale at the moment, action and attraction. Whew, there's so many conversations going on in my DMs right now about it. Um, I shared more details on my stories literally today as I'm recording this Um, and I actually showed a deep dive into the curriculum oh can't get my words out today apparently 
Um, but if you want to check out that full curriculum, you can just go to my Instagram profile at Ellie Blake Coach. And if you go to the profile highlight called Manifest, you'll be able to see a deep dive into that. Um, but yeah, like this is a big part of what I was doing when life was very chaotic. I was like, right, let's plan new. What's my, what's my new launch going to be? What's my new signature offer going to be? Because obviously I'd moved the whole direction of business into more mindset, healing, energetics with like a little bit of business in there. So it's like, right, okay, let's move things around. Let's do planning. Let's get an Asana notion. Let's do the things. Because this doesn't require me to necessarily show up. And then this leads me on to my next point of whether to show up or not to show up when life is shit or business is shit and feeling hard. And I think you have two routes to go down. And this is what I always do. So number one, You do share it in real time and you share the lows as much as the highs. And I think this is a really beautiful thing to do because it will help people take you off the pedestal of thinking you're this picture perfect person who has um, perfect life, perfect business and nothing ever goes on. It actually takes you off of that and it, it breaks the resistance and barrier. It's like, oh, shit this girl's a real person and actually she is human um and that's going to help you build really strong relationships with your audience which in result is going to only benefit you and your business um but also that can be triggering so i think the second option you have is to wait for it to be over so you're not triggered when you're sharing it in real time but try if you can, and if it feels good, if it doesn't, and you're literally like, I think there's levels of this, right? So for me with the house, I was in a dark place, but it, I came out of that dark place gradually. And when I was gradually coming out of that dark place, that's when I began to document, right? So when I'm like deep in the shit, I'm not documenting getting my phone out like, oh yeah, here's me having a breakdown. But towards the end, it was like probably the last four weeks of the house, I did start to document stuff. And actually I shared some stuff in real time as well. So it's kind of like, you need to feel into it and you will know. And I know that's really difficult advice to hear, but it's like, you will know whether you can share it or not. Um, And if you can't share it at this point, then document it. Maybe you're going to film some clips, take some pictures of whatever it is of like the shit that's happening. And then you can story tell and come back to your audience and actually use it as like an education piece where it's like, this is what I've been going through, but here's the lessons that I've taken from this. And that's exactly what I did with the house. It's like, I did two of those. I'd had days where it's like, I, I cannot show up. Um, but luckily for me, like my business never starts from zero. It's like it never stops a month on zero. Anyway, I always have that baseline income. I've done a previous episode about this. Um, Honestly, if this is like your first time listening to the podcast or you just started listening again because obviously we had a break when everything was going on, go back and listen to episodes because there's so many valuable golden nuggets that I share. Um, But yeah, there was kind of like a mix of the two. There's times where it's like I physically cannot show up and I can't document anything. There are also times where it was like, okay, this is getting a bit better. I'm starting to feel a bit better. I'm starting to see the blessings. I'm starting to feel grateful for what it is. I'm going to document and I'm going to share at a later date. And then the last couple of weeks, it was like, right, I'm going to share in real time. I remember this moment. Oh my God. And I I had, um, has anyone heard the song Alone by Burner Boy? And it's in a movie as well. It's the most emotional song. And when Burner performs at live, he often cries. Um, but I listened to that. I had that on on my soundbar and I was sitting in my living room on my sofa and I vividly remember literally looking around. My garden was dug up because there were various issues in the garden. There was mess and I can't even say what, but so much stuff just around me visually that I could see and issues with the house. And I was like, how is this my life like 
what is going on? And I just cried. But for some reason, there was a part of me that I just knew that this was towards the end. And like, I could feel that the light of the tunnel was coming. And I also got to this point where I was like, fuck hiding this anymore. Like I'm sharing this on social media because this is real life and this is what I'm going through. And I feel strong enough now to share it. So I started sharing it in real time. And I remember doing a video of that. And I got so many messages of people being like, shit, I had no idea you were going through that. Like your business is still doing so well, like all of the things. And it's not a matter of hiding it, but it's a matter of like, you get to decide it's your business. If you want to share something, share it. If you don't want to share every single piece of your life, don't share it. Um, but for me, it was like, I want to, sh- I want to share this. It's even like at the start, you know, um, when I f- first started dating my um, partner now, who I literally believe is like my person, I originally said, oh, I'm not going to ever talk about him on social media. I'll never share him. That was too hard to do because I'm very honest and open on my social media platforms. And I do share a lot. And I think I only actually share a very small percentage of my life that you girls see, but it's like the big parts that I want you to know and you should be seeing. And whether that's a high and whether that's a low, like I want you to be a part of that. Um, But that is my third point is like, you get to decide whether you're going to show up or not show up. And if that's going to look slightly different, or maybe you're just going to document it and then you're going to share after. So it's not as triggering. Number four is more of a strategic point of view. And this is to actually set up reoccurring revenue and payment plans so that you'll never start in the month from zero. Zero. I, zero. <laughs> um, I spoke about this inside episode 62, I believe. And I stick by it. You need to have a clear customer journey that your client can go through, i.e. they're not just going to take one of your offers and then have nowhere to go and like nowhere to buy from you again. You're going to have multiple different offers, a product suite that they can go for and like you can take them on a journey. If you're not going to have multiple offers, then what's your signature offer offering them um, and how are you taking them on that journey? Think about where is your ideal client right now, emotionally and physically, and where do they desire to be emotionally and physically? And create a customer journey based on that. This is something I help my one-to-one clients do. So if you want to get involved with that, you want to book a one-to-one with me, whether that's a one-off call with a week of WhatsApp coaching or a one-month intensive or long-term coaching, I will leave all links in the show notes. Or literally, girls, drop me a message on DM on Instagram. I know a lot of you do this, but Instagram DM me at Styling Social at Ellie Blake Coach. We can always chat, but you really do need that kind of like baseline income. So you're never starting that month from zero. Whether you want your baseline income to be 2K, 3K, 5K, 10K, whatever it is, what do you need to cover you every single month? Because this was the thing. It was like, I could literally take a whole month off of not posting because I have that reoccurring revenue. I have payment plans of people coming in. I have my membership that brings reoccurring revenue in. I have affiliate marketing. I have various passive income streams. Like it's, it wasn't like a worry for me or a panic of like, shit, I need to show up because I need to make X, Y, Z. No, I've already got baseline income. I've already got reoccurring revenue. It's calm. So that's a big thing to think about as well. It's like, how are you, how are you actually setting that up? How are your systems looking? Number five is to remember it's a season and it will pass. So a little bit less savage and, (laughs) um, but no, I am being genuine and I'm being serious with every single point I make. I think every single point is valid and, you know, give yourself grace. Do what you can, where you can and when you can. Because here's the thing, it's like when I had all of the house shit, I had every day with drilling and noise. 
I was dealing with panic attacks. My anxiety got really bad from all like the constant meetings, phone calls, emails. Um, so daytime, I was I was in my feels. I was letting myself feel anxious, emotional, very many tears. Um, the evening, they'd all go. It'd take me some time to readjust. I'd make myself my dinner and I'd reconnect with myself. I'd do some journaling, whatever that looks like. And there was always kind of like the late hours in the evening, maybe around maybe from like 9pm and I'd get this like surge of energy because I'd been like so emotional all day and I'm like fuck let's fucking go like I'm ready and I'd use like maybe two three hours in the evening to do what I could um and I also had Wednesdays with no builders so I could do all, all um my like as much content as I could um but you know these were like long days and majority of my time it was it was difficult like I physically couldn't work with all the drilling and the noise there were times where I had no flooring um and I just I just filmed with no kitchen floor I remember I did the video and I was like I'm gonna give myself grace and show up in a way that's not perfect and people are gonna understand and do you know what no one's gonna care if I got no kitchen floor no one gives a fuck um I think sometimes we can make things out bigger in our head and it's like, no one actually cares. Um, There's this whole conversation actually in a call I was in the other day and it was around reposting content actually. So say for argument's sake, you have a piece of content, it's performed really well and you repost it on your TikTok a month later. Is anyone going to care that they might have seen it before? No, no one's even probably going to notice. And if they do, they're not going to care. And for you, that's probably going to enhance your growth. I'm not saying have that as your only strategy, but you, it could be a part of it. Um, but yeah, this is the thing is like, give yourself grace and do what you can. And also remember that it doesn't have to be perfect, but do as well, give yourself grace. So like I said, in those daytime periods when it was very noisy and it was drilling and I physically couldn't work. Okay, accepted. I'm not going to be able to work right now. Moved calls around. Had to cancel calls. Like it was a very impactful time of my in on my business. And I'm still seeing the impact of that now. But emotionally wise, it was like give myself grace because what else can I do at this time? Like there's physically nothing I can do about it. The work needs to get done in the house. Number six is more from a manifestation point of view. Um if there is major resistance, like specifically in your business and you're really finding it hard to get results. So I don't want to say maybe it's been a long time because, you know, it takes time. It takes time to build a successful business. It takes time to scale. It takes time to figure out the things. It takes time to experiment and figure out what it is you want to do. But if there is like this major resistance where it's like everything feels hard, your motivation is quite literally on the floor, really ask yourself, like, is this still what you want to do? Like genuinely, is this still the thing you want to do or do you need to pivot? Episode 60 to learn all about my story of pivoting and signs of how to know when it's time to pivot and what you can do to pivot um, safely and what to expect. But if there is major resistance, like I'm a big believer from a manifestation perspective that if there's resistance and a lot of it, it's maybe not the thing you're meant to do or just not at this time. And universe is trying to give you a sign and protect you from continuing or going down that route. Um, so like for me in terms of always teaching business strategy like I felt quite a lot of resistance around that 
Um, and I spoke about a lot, a lot of this inside episode 60. So I know for a lot of you listening, you would know this story. But for me, that was a sign. I was like, if I'm feeling this much resistance, something needs to change. And that's why I pivoted to more like spiritually aligned business um, with a lot of inner child healing, mindset, energetics, etc. Second thing from a manifestation pers- perspective, usually, so if you're trying to manifest something right now, usually when your life turns upside down, and it feels like everything's falling apart. So literally what I've just gone through. Um, it actually means your manifestation is closer than it could ever be. Which I know, you kind of can't make sense of that. Um, but the reason why your life's upside down is because you need to either change and evolve and become a new person and learn the lessons. Or universe is clearing out people to make space for new people to come into your world. Maybe that's a new partner. Maybe that's new friendships. Maybe that's a new business opportunity, new job, whatever that is. Universe is clear a shout out for you. She's doing you a favor. Um, it's hard because you're in it right now, but I promise you now that's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and everything, it's going to feel like magic when everything comes together. And I'm starting to see that now um, with my own manifestations. I can literally see how everything is coming together. And that's just because I've literally just come out of that really difficult time. Um, as I mentioned earlier as well, if you do want to check out the manifestation course, um, you can go to my profile, link in the show notes. It's called Action and Attraction for more on that. Now, to end this episode, I'm actually going to give you some affirmations that I want you to use that is going to help you get results in your business outside of those flowy, easy, simple seasons, right? So if you're listening on your phone, grab up the notes app or a notebook and pen or whatever you want to do, you can pause it. I'm just going to give you some affirmations. Um, first one being today I am stepping into boundless possibilities. I don't chase, I attract. What belongs to me will always find me. The right eyes are always on me. Opportunities are handed to me. There is no one else quite like me I am one of a kind my energy is magnetic my presence has a magnetic pull I bless every single room I walk into without even trying I trust myself and I trust my business So I hope these gave you a little bit of a confidence boost. I would use those affirmations every single morning. Either repeat them to yourself out loud. You can write them down. You can say them in your head, whatever feels best for you. But this is going to help just get you through this time and help with a little bit of um, subconscious reprogramming. Now, as I mentioned, I have spaces open for WhatsApp coaching if you want that one-to-one support. But also, girlies, evolve. Oh, my God. Doors are literally about to close so soon. When this episode is up, I think it's literally one week until they shut, if I'm right. Um, Evolve. We all know it. It's about confidence. It's about self-image. This is three whole months, starting August 15th, with coaching and training to become the best version of yourself, to actually finally step into six-figure version of you. The work is actually the thing that's going to increase your sales. It's not another launch strategy. This work, this inner deep work inside Evolve, this is the thing that a lot of people are missing in their um, strategy. This is the missing puzzle piece. 
Now, this is the last time I am running Evolve. I have decided for this year. So don't wait until next year because you could already be the six-figure entrepreneur before that happens. By being in this round, you get this live energy because it's a live program. It isn't something you can just join whenever. You can let go of putting all of the pressure on one person when they reach out to you on Instagram and join about um, want to join your offer. You don't have to question, are you saying the right thing? Are you saying the wrong thing? If a client goes to you, you're no longer going to take it like a personal attack. It's no longer going to affect your mood for the rest of the day. You're going to be able to find selling really easy and fun. It's no longer going to feel hard, icky and uncomfortable. You're not going to have fear of rejection, fear of someone saying no. You're going to be able to have consistent XYZ months, whatever that looks like for you, 10K months, 20K months, because you're going to have solid self-belief and self-trust, which means you will be able to consistently show up, okay? So just imagine you could have your business income increasing every day, your energy and your content becomes activated, magnetic, empowering. Your confidence is on a whole new level. Like your clients, future clients, they feel it through the screen. And also with that new energy and that newfound confidence, you attract dream people into your world, whether that's um, a relationship, whether that's friendships, as I said, a new boss, um, job opportunity, whatever that is, you're going to be like this attraction magnet. You're no longer going to feel like a fraud in your business. You're going to have tools, resources, and skill set and mindset mindset that you are going to keep and take with you and continuously use for the entirety of your business and life right a lot of my girls that have gone for Evolve have said number one there's no other program like it number two it's changed their life I've had like three girls say that um and also I've had one girl in particular she was like I literally feel like I don't need any other course now that I've taken Evolve like I truly have this like unwavering self-belief and self-trust in myself that I could do anything So if you want every single area of your life to be impacted, then Evolve is for you. This is about you stepping into your next level version, having strong boundaries, having strong standards, trusting yourself, being able to do the things that are on your vision board, having unwavering confidence and being unapologetically yourself. This is a big part we do in Evolve is like how to authentically be yourself in a way where it's like you don't feel fear and you can do that both online and offline. So as I mentioned, this is three whole months in my world, August, September, October, and a little bit of November, because obviously we're starting um, midway through August, 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 I literally, sometimes I talk as if I'm like texting, um, this is such a powerful program. Again, you can go to my Instagram highlights and go to Evolve and I've got two. So you can go to Evolve and Evolve 2 and check out previous client results and testimonials and wins and all the things. But it's three whole months. You get coaching one week, the next week. Sorry, you'll get a training one week, then coaching the next week. Then it'll be a training and then coaching on that topic and so on. Um, and we have a group chat as well for daily support within those calls. So if that feels like it's calling your name and you want to be a part of it. Link is in the show notes. There is a painful bonus available as well as super, super accessible payment plans. Literally, when you see these payment plans, you're going to be like, um, yes, please sign me up. So link is in the show notes. I really hope you girls enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed and you want to be in the chance of winning our business planner, The Planpreneur, all you need to do is share a screenshot of the podcast to your story and tag us at Ellie Blake Coach and at Styling Social. One winner will be chosen every single month. See you next Monday for a brand new episode.